I was thinking the other day about what it actually would look like for God to completely uproot my life now in my 40s. And it occurred to me that I don't have to wonder because I have the, the opportunity to see it up close and personally. And we're blessed uh, to have that inspiration on today's episode. Welcome to the Faithing While 40 podcast. My name is JB. I'm glad you're here. Stay tuned because this episode is going to be so, so good. for a treat and it's a good thing you couldn't hear the conversation that we were just having before this but um so for this episode I wanted to do something different and not just have y'all listen to me talk um but I have someone who is infinitely more interesting than I am and uh maybe in the first episode you heard me talk about how I've been married for how many years babe 18 18 you sure yeah and this year will be how many? 19. <laughs> That's right, y'all. I have my future chiropractor wife, Latricia Belt, uh, on the podcast with me. And babe, you know, I mean, you've listened to the first couple of episodes of the of the podcast. So you know I'm talking about um, what faith looks like in your 40s. Yeah. Faith <laughs> in the 40s. Faith in the 40s. Um, why don't you just tell, uh, well, greet everybody and then tell them a little bit about yourself. Hello, everyone. I am the future doctor, Latricia Belt. Hello. (laughs) Um, well, um, let's see. I'm married to the host and, uh, we have five beautiful children and a fur baby. And, um, let's see. I'm a former teacher, high school teacher, and um, now I turned full, 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 full-time student, and um, I juggle wife and family, and a lot of people say, how do I do it? And I still don't know how I do it. I probably will look back later when this is all done, and I'm like, wow, because right now I don't know how I do it. And I don't know if I even have enough hours in the day. I think God pauses time so I can finish tests. Okay. <laughs> um, so you you switched over from being a teacher to becoming a chiropractic student. What was what was that like? I mean, I was there. I watched it happen, but. Um, Talk to us about what that was like for you. Okay. Um, well, probably the year before we found out we were having our last daughter, our, I recall my, my that year in the classroom, um, I was still enjoying it, but I wasn't satisfied. So I didn't know. I wrestled with a few things. 
said no I, I might I don't have anything that just makes me want to jump out the boat yet so I stayed in the boat and I continued to teach um, we have our our, um, our last baby girl I'm home on maternity leave and then God really begins to just kind of toy with me a little bit like hey I want to talk to you meanwhile I was just kind of processing being a mom of five like whew, new, this is a new thing to our household how are we going to do everything every day <laughs> and so um Justin he decided he says hey I'm you need to journal and I look at him and was like I don't like to write and so he still gifts me with a journal and he you know convinces me to write and I the first few entries are very basic and then the next few days to come I'm just starting to just kind of pour out my heart not knowing everything I'm pouring out at the time is going to be the stepping stones to getting getting me to where I am now now uh fast forward a little bit or I said kind of rewind and fast forward at the same time but um before I had my daughter I was starting to have some low back pain. And most of the time, if anyone knows you've had a baby, that comes with the territory. So you're thinking, after delivery, this pain will go away. It didn't go away. So um, I'm like, I don't want to um, do a lot of drugs and stuff. So if I knew if I went to my my regular doctor, they're going to be like, oh, here's some pain pills. And so I sought chiropractic care. I get in and we're just kind of talking about you know, what do you do for a living and all this different stuff. And so, um, you know, my, my chiropractor was sharing with me some of the things that they wanted to do, but they ended up doing chiropractic and they loved it. And I'm like, man, this sounds awesome that you enjoy coming to work every single day and you're just excited. That's what I want. I want that passion back. So um, I continue to journal, not knowing exactly what it is, but I'm still just inquisitive and every week I go back I'm asking more questions and so then I go I'm off maternity leave and I'm back in the classroom and then realization hits I really don't want to be in the classroom anymore and nothing against my students it was just like it's time to exit and that was one of my things when I started teaching I never wanted to be one of those teachers who um, their expiration date in the classroom had ended, but they're still there because that's all they know. Amen. And so the, that's, what, a whole, that's a whole other episode. <laughs> and so what ends up happening is you begin to, to put on that poor uh, attitude and that vibe to your students, and so they tend to have a negative connotation towards your classroom and stuff. So I never wanted that, so I felt like if I wasn't giving my best anymore, then I knew it was time for me to leave. And so um, I started talking to Justin about, hey, what do you think about me just taking a break from the classroom just for a year so I could figure out what I wanted to do? And he was not for it at first. He was like, he fought me for a little bit. And so then I was like, just kind of looking into some different areas because um, I do have a degree in biology. And with that degree, I could pretty much go in a lot of different directions, a science based. And you wanted to be a doctor yeah. like at first, right? Yeah. When um, going in t- from high school to undergrad, I was a pre-med student and I did some internships in that in that direction and was really full speed ahead to be uh, an MD. Um, but then um, it's like God said, hey, come teach my children. It was kind of like one of those things I was tutoring and I just love the just the impact and it was just satisfying so i i went into education okay 
So, you wanted to be a doctor. You became a teacher. And so, when God brought it back around to you about, you know, this doctor dream of yours, like, I still have dreams of this for you. What was that realization like for you? Because I know people will listen to this who, you know, have dreams that maybe have been deferred or they feel like their dreams uh, are dead. I mean, I even feel like that sometimes. But what was it like for you when God brought that back around and presented it to you in the form of a chiropractic calling? Um, well, first of all, I did look at three different options. I looked at pharmaceutical. The only reason why I didn't do pharmacy is because I was like, I like people and I just wanted to be, you know, I don't know if I wanted to be in more of a lab setting and that type of thing. So I was like, no. And then I thought about, I thought about occupational therapy and, um, that was, you know, kind of my speed, but the deterrent was I would have to start all the way back over. So none of my, my degree would not have been anything. It was like, no, you're going to get an occupational therapy th- degree. Then you could do all the other stuff. I'm like, no, I don't have that type of time. And so as I'm digging more and more, I've come across, uh, well, besides talking to my chiropractor, and I'm just intrigued about chiropractic. And then I dig into what would it take to become a chiropractor. And I could check off every box. I'm like, okay, I got that. I got that. Oh, it only takes me about roughly four more years. Oh, I could do that. And so I get excited and I'm talking with my doctor more and more about it. And I'm like pumping myself up, doing all the research. Um, just even the um, the premise behind chiropractic, how, um, you know, it's a natural, uh, you know, the body is able to heal itself. How God programmed our body to do that. And I was just just so it's doing everything that I wanted to do and I'm like okay this is doable now the other part of that was I had just I had a newborn we have now become a family of seven (laughs) and and at the time we had ages from 14 to zero months well zero at the time so zero years so it was like this is insane so as insane as it sounds, I was really excited. Now, um, mind you, before, you know, God kind of, like, confirmed this and settled this in my spirit, meanwhile, I'm constantly asking Justin daily, so can I take a break? No. You have to figure out something that will compensate your income? No. And so, while, you know, God was working on his heart, and he was then, like, kind of confirming how I need to present the package to my husband now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and see, I, I don't I don't want y'all to hear that and think that I was being a bad husband. But, I mean, I was thinking, you know, uh, from a quote-unquote um, reality, reality-based mindset that says, hey, we can't go down from two incomes to one income uh, with a family of seven, like, I couldn't rationalize that in my brain. Yeah. So, um, we're both praying about it. And so, when I sent him, like, a list of schools that I was interested in visiting, 
and just kind of letting him read the premise behind it and he was like okay let's do this and I was like yes so um that summer we started out our trek of visiting chiropractic colleges <clears throat> our first stop um, we went to Logan um, University in St. Louis yeah. and they pulled out all the red carpet and it was just really awesome um, and I, I mean the school was amazing um, the only thing is it was just like is St. Louis our spot for our family and it's like I was like no this is not it because in my mind I'm thinking okay we can still stay in Missouri okay we're still in Missouri and God's like no not quite and so then our next stop was going to be Parker. So I get to Parker. Dallas, Texas. Yes. And let me tell you, I'm going to go back to, to Logan. Logan has a beautiful campus on lots of land and it's quiet, you know. Mm-hmm. So we get to Parker. Parker is in in Dallas, like the industrial part of Dallas. Urban, is urban. Very urban. Like if you're out past basically five after five you start seeing things switch over very quickly so so you um don't want to be out there late to say the least but our campus in the midst of all of that craziness is it has its beauty within it it really does but again if you're looking at like first oppression logan was prettier but it was something about parker that was appealing to me when I got there, um, one of the things was that I noticed there were families that was there that might have been eating breakfast or something with, with their loved ones there. They were outside of the tables. And um, I also noticed that there were different age ranges of students. And so the, during the visit, we got a chance to sit in a few classes. And I just loved that how interactive everyone was. And I was just like, and this is really cool. I think this is, might be a better fit. But I still had several other colleges that I wanted to visit before I settled in on one. But when the visit ended, we got in the van to go pick up our kiddos. And it was like God already said, okay, this is the one. And so Justin gets in. He says, I know where we're going. I said, no, we're not done yet. He says, I know where we're going. I said, no, we're not done yet. So then we were done. <laughs> so then um, they have this. Uh, we get invited back to Parker for this big event um, that July, and it was supposed to be just Justin and I again, but um, some some logistics fell through, so we had to bring all the children. I contact them. I said, "Hey, is it okay to bring my kids? I got five. They're like, "Oh, bring them on," and they brought the red carpet for my family. Um, it allowed me to, you know, be a student and stuff and, and a future student and walk around and meet other future students. And it was just a really cool experience where my kids got a chance to see what potentially mommy will be doing and where mommy would be. And so, um, <clears throat> at the end of that, um, that weekend, um, as a family, we said we decided that Dallas, Texas, was going to be our new location, and that we were moving forward. Okay. So then, let's go back to the question: from wanting to be a doctor to teaching to now God laying this in your lap, saying, "You know, I had this dream for you when you were in your teens, or I don't know when you first started wanting to become a doctor. Um, you became a teacher." 
and you just kind of tuck this away, but now I'm bringing it back around to you. What did that feel like to you? What did that feel like to you for, I mean, to literally watch God uh, bring something back to the forefront that in some ways you probably had given up on? Well, um, me, I get excited when it's something that people say that you can't do or you shouldn't do. And I mean, in a good way. And they say, you can't do this because of this. Like, oh, you have five kids and you have a husband. Your, t- your ship is sailed on that one. That actually makes me want to say, you want to bet? And then I do it. So for me, that was just ammunition to go. I was ready to, to go right then. Um, but I also had to take in considerations because we had been in Missouri for um, at least what about maybe... 12 years, 12, 13 years at the time. So we had, um, our, old, <laughs> our oldest was two. We moved to Missouri. So the rest of the, of the belt crew came while in Missouri. So that's all they knew. Okay. And, and yes. So to answer that question, it was not hard. It was actually a relief to know that I could do it and, um, that I should do it. And that he would bless me in the process and even after. Okay. So, I wasn't right. afraid on that part. Okay. So, now, I know the whole stigma about, you know, women and aging, ages and everything. But this is a journey that you've really gotten into entering your 40s. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, what is that? What is that? been like or even first off maybe what does being 40 or what does being in your 40s what does that mean for you um I don't know like I turned 40 and I felt like I just said throw caution to the wind it's like who do I have to prove anything to it was kind of like that moment of just release and freedom it was freedom okay okay I dig that all right, so now you're in this program, um, and God has been leading you through it. So now, one of the things that you really have to always be prepared to talk to people about is describing what chiropractic care is and maybe how it will benefit them. So we may have some people out there who are listening who may be dealing with some pains and stuff like that, and you know they think that Maybe they look at TikTok and just see, you know, the chiropractors there that all you hear is the big cracks and they're doing all the sensational things. But um, to you, in your own words, like, let's just say that you have some prospective, curious patients in front of you and they ask you, what is chiropractic care and why should I want it? What would you tell them? Oh, chiropractic care is like the full package of health care so when I look at it when I think at in my perspective I look at it as a wellness um, you normally go to the doctor when you're not feeling well you don't go to the doctor when you're well and mm-hmm. chiropractic is more is when you're well and I want to continue to remain well so I need to continue to maintenance my 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 vessel. And so, um, 
chiropractic, yes, it, it does help people with their pain issues and uh, neck and back and so forth. But it, it also addresses nutrition and helps people, you know, uh, with diabetes and, and different illnesses, you know, even like be able to come off of medication because of nutrition or mm-hmm. due to adjustments helping. It's just... It's amazing. I, I, it's kind of hard to contain everything and just to explain it. Um, like I said, I'm just amazed as a student. I'm always, you know, head in the book, always researching. Um, my family being my amazing guinea pigs to this process and actually seeing, like literally seeing some, some um, resolve from this because uh, like last week, for example, um, our oldest son, he had the flu. Well, he had some. He has an asthmatic episode, and then we d- discovered he had the flu. And yeah. so, you know, I'm doctoring on him. Um, and as you know, some people think we just we we have we learn all of the medical stuff. We just can't prescribe medication. Just FYI. So we know as much as a medical doctor in that sense. Um, so we have, uh, we had our, um, induction, uh, ceremony. We got our doctor bag. So in there I have, uh, my otoscope, my stethoscope and all those things that can help you diagnose a patient if need be. So I'm like tending to my son and listening to making sure that he's not in respiratory distress. And so then I'm like, okay, I feel like you know, when I when he got to a point where I felt like, oh, I think he may be out of my jurisdiction, I took him to the doctor and I get him checked down. And it's like, well, mommy, you were doing a good job of taking care of him. You know, we're just going to give him this, you know, help him on out. And so that was fine. Um, and then in the process, process that I am like kind of, you know, doing like little adjustments just to make sure his, his, um, his, you know, his airways and stuff are still open and breathing and and he was doing really well, but I'm just going to say all of this to say he had a shorter stint on his, um, with his flu symptoms than he would have if I probably wasn't doing those things. And yes, she's absolutely right. There are adjustments that can be made to the body that can help an asthmatic breathe better or that can help you heal from the flu. Like some of the things that we've watched her learn uh, and we've been her guinea pigs to much to our benefit it's been amazing just to see chiropractic principles played out and just all of the natural benefits that come out of it from you know stuff that you may not even think is related like focus um just to generally just stretching out your body and helping it to function the way that God has intended for it to function. Um, So if you are on the fence or have never looked into chiropractic care before, I would encourage you to do it. Not just because my wife is going to be one, you know, in about a year and a half or so, um, but it works. It works. And if you want to get off of the treadmill of uh, so many medications that I think that, you know, chiropractic care would be a good alternative to just see um, how your body can respond to 
you know, being stretched and twisted and adjusted <laughs> and adjusted oh my in, in, in ways that help it to function the way that God wants it to function. Now, here's my big question for you, babe. So what would you say to someone who's in their 40s right now, who's had faith in God and said, God, I know you have a purpose for me, but now I'm 40. Man, I'm 41, 42, 43, 44, 45 or older or maybe even younger, and they haven't seen that come to pass. Uh, Maybe they're dealing with the discouragement of it. Uh, Maybe they feel like God doesn't hear them. Um, Because, you know, from my vantage point, sometimes thinking about how old I am, um, because, I, you know, I have such this strict sense of timing in my head. So many things that I've prayed for haven't happened yet. It's easy to fall into the mindset or the heart set that maybe God just doesn't have that for me. Maybe I just need to move on and find something else. But what would you say to that person um, who's any stage of life, but specifically in their 40s and feel like they're almost out of time to accomplish that great thing in their lives? Well, I was like, what do you have to lose? I mean, you've taken a chance on everything else in life. Um, it just get out the boat and come and and do what God has called you to do. I mean, if it bring you to it, He'll bring you through it. You know, <laughs> that's the best way. I'm I'm really uh, Justin often teased me about um, when I know for a fact that I've heard directly from God. It's no stopping me, and I don't care how crazy it looks, and that probably still looks really crazy to a lot of people. But I am, I'm in a classroom with people that I probably can be their mom. <laughs> there are some people who just turned 21 and they're like, oh, just starting their life. And there's people um, my age and maybe a little bit older. And we're looking at them like, oh, you have no idea, <laughs> you know. But it is um, this awesome perspective that. God can use you at any age. If you look through the Bible of all of the 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 major characters, they were not youthful. And not saying 40 is not youthful because 40 is the new 20. <laughs> like, I'm gonna back that up real quick. But these people weren't in their prime when God was using them for, for big, big things. And so I figured if they can if God can use them, why can't he use me? And that even goes for someone that's young. And also the Bible has an example of using some major characters that were young yeah. and had some major impact. So um, if I, if basically, like I said, if God calls you to do it, just do it. Don't worry about the, the other part of it because we're still figuring it out. Um, totally. And, and just the FYI. You know, my husband was saying about we needed two incomes and we are not a two income family, even though we are on paper, we should be a two income family. We are still a one income family. I got one and not even quite a half, one one and a fourth. Yeah, (laughs) 1.15, depending on the week. (laughs) So um, God is just providing and he's he's getting us to it. We're going to look back on all of these times when we thought when it was struggle and gonna we see the blessing in it each time we get through one storm we're like whoo and then we have to brace for the next go ride while you know still trying to do things and, and keep things normal for our children yep. and the balance of uh 
me studying and still having time for them, um, they're, they're coming, they're becoming used to it. They know they're learning my schedule, but the crazy thing about it is my schedule changes every 15 weeks. (laughs) So it's never the same. And I think like, I want to make it clear that not just in your forties, but at any stage of life, if God calls you to something, then they're going to be sacrifices. Like it's not going to be easy. Um, I mean, we were stoked about moving, you know, moving so that you can start your journey. Um, and we knew that it would be challenging, but I don't think we even fully had the scope of just what, how challenging it, 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 it would be. So it's hard, but God is faithful. Um, and so if I'm going to have this podcast and talk about what it's like to have faith while you're 40, faith in your 40s, what, what that's like, um, I want to be clear. It's hard, but God is faithful. Um, and, you know, when we find ourselves in the midst of the really hard times, we have to encourage one another and just say God's going to see us through it. Um, God's always been faithful. He's not going to stop being faithful now. So, babe, I want you to know I'm proud of you. Um, and I'm saying this in front of everybody out there who's listening, but I'm, I'm proud of you. And uh, just watching you do this is so inspiring for me personally, uh, but it's also so inspiring for our kids. And I just can't wait to see what their lives are going to look like having seen their mom uh, literally step off onto the waters and have faith in God. Uh, I think that that's a testimony that can't be told. It has to be lived out and people have to see it lived out in order to get the full power of uh, the testimony. So thank you uh, for jumping onto the the podcast and y'all be on the lookout because we're going to start getting her out there and <laughs> getting some branding stuff going on but i'm i'm glad that you agreed to come on to uh the podcast any last things you want to say to everyone out there um just don't be afraid just do it be like nike just do it just do it all right so we will be right back with our devotional uh thank you for sticking with us this is the faithing while 40 podcast and i'm your host jb Our devotion for today comes from Proverbs chapter 3, verses four, uh, 5 and 6, sorry. And it simply says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not into thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Thinking about the conversation that I just had with my wife, I've seen this play out over and over again. That when we're talking about pursuing our dreams or pursuing the things that are on our heart, we have to stop and we have to ask God, you know, what, what's, what's the way, right? What's the way? Um, we can't trust in our own heart because the Bible says that our hearts can be deceitful. We can't trust in our emotions. We can't trust in our feelings. We can't trust in what we think is right. We have to lean into 
God's understanding and into God's knowledge. And when we acknowledge him, then he directs our paths. And that's not saying that everything is going to be roses, that every pathway is going to be straight and not have any rocks in it. And it's going to be well paved with birds singing Disney tunes along the sides of them. But he'll direct us. He'll direct us through those hard times, through those obstacles, through those curveballs that are uh, that are to come. So let me encourage you, no matter what age you are, God has something great for you to do in this life. Maybe you're doing it now. Maybe you're only dreaming about it now. Maybe you thought that it was dead, but after listening to uh, this conversation, listening to my wife talk about how God directed her from teaching to chiropractic. Uh, Maybe something in you is coming alive. Maybe those dreams are coming back to life for you. Trust in the Lord. Acknowledge him and he will direct you. He will get you there. He who started a work in you is faithful to finish it. You can trust him. You can trust God. I want to thank you all so much for, man, just being in here on this pod with me. This is episode three, and it's twice as long because, you know, I had the conversation with my wife, and I think that that's a beautiful thing because she had so much to say, and I hope that it blessed you uh, hearing her talk uh, about her, just, you know, her her journey. I hope that it's blessed you. I hope that this entire podcast has been a blessing to you uh, because you all are certainly a blessing to me. Um, Hey, I want to invite you, continue the conversation, you know, talk to me on, uh, follow me on Instagram. You know, you can find me at underscore JB speaks on Instagram or TikTok. Um, Just comment. Let me know that you're listening, what you think about the episodes, like comment, share, subscribe, Listen wherever you find your favorite podcasts. I'm so thankful for you. God bless you. God keep you. May God make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you and give you strength. I'll see you all next time. This has been the Faithing with 40 podcast episode three. (laughs) I'll see you next time. Bye.